Hello, friends. I'm going to play my gym dance. Guys, it's new year, new me. Okay? 2018, new season of the Par Train. I'm excited. And we've got that I'm new intro excited. song, too. Yeah, it got me jacked up. It's one of my faves. I think our listeners might know it. <laughs> you might have heard it before. And if not, look it up. It's an original. This is going to be a fun year. You know what? Before we dive into the first uh, segment here of three bold predictions for 2018 with a fortune teller, by the way, number one fortune teller ranked in the world we've got. Uh, what are we drinking? First drink of the new year. You know, I'm going with uh, a little bullet on the rocks, you know, trying to trying to make it a great, strong hair on my chest, 300, 400 drive kind of year. Sounds, sounds like so you long. could use it. It sounds like you're struggling with that sip right there. Yeah, he sounds like you know, he's it, trying to like be on an infomercial or something. You know what? I've want you to tell us about the rosé you're drinking. So. It's actually, you know, just a classic red. I got a, I got a nice red, no sulfites here, and uh, I'm feeling good. Strat, what do you got? I got a uh, a Bud Heavy that I found in the back of my fridge, left yeah. over from a holiday party. So, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> You hear that? That's that's a bud heavy, and it's sitting heavy. Hope I your fridge works. Can remember why I didn't warm bud heavy. <laughs> well, uh, this is this is a good episode. Okay, we're gonna preview the new year in a new way, and uh, we're even gonna give you some 2017 stats you didn't know. We're gonna debate latest thing Brandel said and tell you what we're planning for the new year. But let's just jump right in. This is a little embarrassing because. You know, when you have a esteemed guest on, first rule of esteemed journalism, make sure you pronounce their name right. I, th- this, this could be dicey. Uh-oh. Clairvoyant Clarence is the fortune teller that we have on the line. They're the number one ranked fortune teller in the world, and we were lucky to get them. Basically, this what we're going to do. This was, a, this was a tough one to get. I'm pretty impressed yeah, with ourselves. This took, this took weeks. Yeah. Um, Not easy to book. No. no. This took weeks. And what we're going to do is each one of us has three bold predictions for the new year. I think it's clairvoyant is the way you pronounce it. Clairvoyant Clarence. My apologies, clairvoyant. Clairvoyant is going to listen to our three bold predictions and then tell us which one, if any, maybe all of them, will come Mm. true. Okay? I hear the guy's good. All right. Now, since Cermak Cermak is... Cut uh, starting the year off with a little infomercial voice. Sir, I'm going to let you lead it off. You want to talk about my three big predictions? I mean, Ev's probably going to give us 20 predictions, um, <laughs> Strat. So just get ready for that. But yeah, buckle up. Look, these are bold. These are grand. But here we go. Phil's going to get a win this year. I'm not saying it's going to be a major, but here's the thing that win he gets, Bones is back on the bag. Wow. Okay. Oh. Wow. Like that one, Bones is back in the back in the caddy sphere this week with Justin Thomas. Bones gets Bones find his way back to Phil. That's number one. Number wow. two, Tiger gets a new coach. Again, or I guess, yeah, no, okay, yep. That's your bold, that's your bold prediction. Got rid of the old one. <laughs> well, what did he come out and say? You know, he said, "Best, I'm my coach, right?" Mm-hmm. So he's going to run with that until that doesn't work out. And Kenny famously wrote in his book, Tiger always needs to be working on something. Somebody needs to tell him something. I'm not saying it's going to be Hank or Butch, but Tiger's going to get a new coach this year. All right, number two. Number three, Pat Prez. Everyone's boy out there. He's a part train guy. This guy's playing so good. Here's the thing, though. He's going to be he's going to be leading or close to leading on a back nine of a major this year, and he's going to have a meltdown. 
Okay. He's going to have a huge meltdown below the tournament. He's going to be cursing. He's going to be swearing up a storm in the presser and probably talking about how much beer he's going to drink that night. So we're going to see an epic meltdown in the major by price. He's playing so good he's going to get there, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> wow. Uh, clairvoyant, welcome to the show. Uh, did you hear everything that Serm went through? Yes. Uh, I hear all of the things that Serm uh, says for the year, first of all. Merci bien. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. I, I saw in the stars a long time ago that I would be here in this moment. So it's a, truly a thrill to tell you what 100% will happen next year. First, Sir uh, Mac, uh, I don't know why you talk about Pat Perez this way. He's a, going to be a new father. I knew he would be a father before he knew he was going to be a father. But he will not Excuse have a meltdown. He will not have a meltdown. Okay. Uh, Tiger with a new coach. Uh, this is, uh, you know, this is a technicality. This, to your point of your co-host, Evan, he is obviously going to get a new coach because he has no coach at the moment. So this one is stupid as well. But I like this one for Phil and win again with putting bones on the back. So this one, uh, Mercury is in retrograde and this is the one I think will happen. So we have Phil for win and bones back on the back. So okay. just to review, thank you, Clairvoyant. We really appreciate you yes, no, having you on the show. How did we book this guy? Uh, sir, he's still in the air. Uh, you gotta stop responding to ads in the physical newspaper. But, anyways, I mean, Claire um, you're ranked number one in the world, right? Number one in the world, just second like best on Yelp. So, just to review for all the listeners, because Clairvoyant, I know you've got a thick accent. You know, we are all about dreamers uh, in the United States, people from all over. Uh, Phil will win. With bones on the bag. That is a certainty. Okay. Now, real quick, just so the listeners can understand, are you using a crystal ball? Are you touching your temples? What, how do you how do you do this? What's your uh, system? I, this is a, a bit different than what most people do, but I place my right index finger into a glass of warm Chardonnay, and that is how I connect with the other side. Interesting. Okay. Strat, you want to go next? Yeah. Uh, okay. So first of all, big thanks again. Uh, really appreciate uh, clairvoyant Clarence coming on. Um, so I've got Tiger shooting a 59. I think he's coming back real fired up. I've heard very little from his last outing until his announcement that he's playing the Farmers. And I like that he's just – we're not hearing anything, which I think is good news going into this uh, into this first round. I think he's shooting 59. I think DJ could win two majors. And uh, I think that this could finally be the year that Ricky breaks through and uh, either has multiple wins, no, no, no less than four, or even grabs the elusive major. Wow. So, Eva, Eva, I think Clairvoyant is going to think these picks are so just not great but let's see what he thinks wow okay yeah. calling well, calling strat out right before clairvoyant let's not sway so. the fortune teller here sir I know. I know let's just see what he thinks all right clairvoyant. Yeah, like so. okay well go ahead clairvoyant <laughs> yes so, so thank, thank you again uh sir mac for putting words in my mouth so uh, i will tell you what i think okay first of all uh tagger with the 59 this is very audacious i don't know if he 
this is possible. Uh, I want to see, but I can't tell. This one is cloudy, okay? Perhaps there is a, a charge there, perhaps there is energy, but we move through the list. DJ winning two major, also there is some positive ions with this one. Okay, I like this one, this looks good. Hmm. Ricky with a breakthrough year, I'm sorry. I love Ricky, but I don't know if he has it in him. They are, he's, he's got his new girlfriend, he's got, he's too happy. I don't think there is enough fight in that dog. So, as I mulled over the decision again, I think I am seeing a lot for the Tiger Shooter 59. I think this is the one that's going to happen. I think it will be in the final round of a big tournament. It will be large, très grand, big news. Wow. Okay. Well, that, that doesn't uh, shock okay. me. Well, like, shock like, me. like I said, where do we get this guy? What, he's going to shoot 59 in the final round of a tournament. I don't, I am, these are, these are not my views. I'm just the one telling you what the the universe is telling me. This is wow. what will happen next year. So you can shoot the messenger if you want, but get in line. So Tiger will shoot a 59 is the only true one for Strat? That is, that is the one that comes most true, most pure for me. Wow. Well, I appreciate that, Clarence. Wow. Okay. Well, a lot of pressure on me. All right. I mean, Ev, go ahead. Okay, number one. 2018 will be the greatest golf season we've ever watched. And Clairvoyant, I know you're a numbers guy. If you want to define that, just compare the ratings. More people will watch the 2018 season than any golf season ever watched. And it'll also be a 14 and 2015 throwback. And what I mean by that is Rory will be back. Roy might win multiple times. Jason Day will be back. will win f- multiple times. Spieth will win multiple times. DJ, Rom, Ricky will all win. Ricky will win his first major. Tiger will contend, and the Ryder Cup will be the best Ryder Cup ever. Well, that's okay. That's a lot. Okay. Sorry, Clairvoyant. We needed three. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, Clairvoyant, I'm trying to give him support for why I think 2018 will be the greatest golf season ever watched. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll see if he can even remember all of those things you just said. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep I mean, going. Give it, has, come on. Give it a shot, Clarence. He has the gift of the universe. So, uh, bold prediction number two: Tony Finau will win twice at least. So, just some support, clairvoyant. Over the fall, he had a second at Safeway, tied eleventh at the WGCHSBC, tied fourth at the QBE Shootout, seventh at the BMW and seventh at the Tour Championship to finish the year. So he's continued his good play. And he had eight top tens last year. John Rahm had 11. Not to mention he's 10th in driving distance at 309. The guy's just primed to break out. Okay? Bold prediction number three. Peter Uline and Patrick Cantlay become a household name. Meaning the lady that makes the best uh, Bloody Mary... At the what's the course we play, Strat? Uh, Down in Long oh, Beach. Uh, Skylinks. <laughs> Skylinks. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, girl that makes the incredible spicy Bloody Marys at Skylinks will know who Peter Uline and Patrick Cantley are because oh. they will be a force this year on tour. Okay. Okay. Let's do a re- quick recap there. Clairvoyant. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> oh, Clairvoyant. Do you need a recap? So to be honest, the first one was pretty difficult for me to wrap my head around. Um, it sounded like a, a short story, okay? But the second one, I you know, you think Tony Fina win two times, and then you think Uline uh, and Cantley become a big time name. What was first? Uh, Twenty eighteen will be the greatest golf season we've ever watched, and we'll okay, also... that's that, that's pretty nebulous. 
Yeah, but I said that it'll feature the highest. Golf let ratings. him let him speak. Oh, finally, Selmak is on my team again. Thank you, Selmak. Yep, yes, please let that. me speak. More sorry. important, let me let the universe speak through me. Okay. Oh, sure. Let it. Sure. Let it happen. 2018 to be the greatest golf season we've ever watched. Again, like I say, it's very muddy. Okay, is uh, the terroir on this is is a bit uh, shitty, as you call. This one I don't like. Okay, there is a decent amount of energy around Tony Fina to win two times. I like what I see from this person. He's very tall. He's an athlete. Mm. He plays basket. Uh, he can also shoot golf balls very long and far. There is energy. There's something there. And finally, you've got uh, Peter Uline and Patrick Canley become big time name. All the cart girls know them. They're, yes, we. this is the one that you say as well? Correct. Okay. Uh, the problem here is that, uh, unfortunately for Uline, his last name does not make any sense to spell. So uh, this one is also not good. <laughs> this leaves us with... Tony Fina win two times this year. I like this. It makes a lot of sense. This is what I go with. Wow. Clairvoyant. So let me just review for the, the, the wagerists out there. Tony Fina will win at least two times. At least. Tiger will shoot a 59 on the final Maybe round of the tournament. Maybe a 58. At least a 59. Oh, wow. Oh, Here now it's, it's a 58. Okay. The <laughs> universe. Hey, it's the universe. Shoot the messenger. Come on, man. We talk yeah. about this. Now it's 58. And Phil will win with bones in the bag. Those three things will 100% happen in 2018. I have never been more sure of anything in all my life. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That makes sense to me. Oh, hey, Strat. I, I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but we're, we're very thankful for Clairvoyant for coming on the show and just really kind of giving his all. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, please, if you excuse me, I must uh, do a session with Christian Slater in the Hollywood Hills, so I must run along. Yeah, thank you very much, Clairvoy. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Clarence. Yeah. Oh, Clarence. <laughs> Going by the last name. Okay. Uh, wow. wow. That guy was... That was... Yeah, certainly one of the more eccentric segments we've had here on the Par Train. Well, you know, it's like uh, anything goes in love and war. And why wouldn't we try to get that guy on and see what he thinks, what he's pulling out of the universe? So I, for one, think it was eye-opening. Yeah, it's not Tiger every day that you nine. have... Hey. Tiger's not shooting 59. I'm just going to say well, that. Right. Wow. You're right. I mean, I believe Clarence told us it was going to be a 58. So. Oh, that's true. Good point. Okay. <laughs> it might be on a par 71. How about that? All right. All right. Evstrad, I mean, like that's those are some of the I'm from the best fortune teller in the world, the second best. But that's what we think, you know, he thinks is going to happen. Great. OK. But what do we really want, though, in 2018? Ev, you want to get it going? It's a hell of a segue. Sir. Yeah. The guy's been uh, drinking a segue. Right, because. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm glad he's off. I mean, that was fun, wow. but I, 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 let's get into it. There was some tension Bef- between those two. Yeah, before I go into what I want for 2018, I one thing I want, I'd like Cermak to treat our guests a little better. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know, you, you got to, you know, there's got to be a little bit more second. If you're going to market yourself as second best fortune teller, okay, I mean, do a little better job than that. Did he say you know? second best? I thought he was the best. Well, I don't, it sounded I'm not, pretty good to me. I guess he was top three. All right. One thing that I want <laughs> in 2018, and this is going to be my thing all year. I'd like I'd like the Par Train crew actually to lead the charge on this for the PGA Tour. I'm throwing the the challenge flag on this. Hey PGA Tour, let's mic up the caddies, make it happen. We talked to Chap about it. 
he was a little iffy. He doesn't think there's any upside for the player, the caddy. Hey, do it one tournament every month, a couple groups. They know they're mic'd up. They're going to censor themselves a bit. But then we get that inside look and listen of what they're trying to do on the course and their decisions. And who knows, we might get a couple uh, funny tidbits in there as well. The main key, though, to make this happen is the tour has to be responsible with the footage. You cannot put anything out there that makes the player look bad. So it might have to be an after-the-fact type thing. Maybe it's not live right away, like uh, sound effects. And this is not happening in 2018. Hey, man. Come on. Guy gets a a few uh, sips of bullet in his blood. Here's the thing. thing. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I wanted to. We had the the conversation with Chap when we had him on the train. It's just just not going to happen. If we want to do a fantasy versus reality segment, that's fine. Like, yeah, we want it, but like, are we? You're set. What are we setting ourselves up for here? Wow. Okay. Well, uh, well Serms off me. to a, a fiery start. Uh, Strat, <laughs> why don't you go ahead? <laughs> um. Okay. So, so let me just regroup a little bit. So I want pro tracers on everything. Okay. Oh. Um. Fox actually did a really great job with this last year, and it just further reiterated that it's absurd to me that this doesn't exist. I want them on every fucking shot. I want them on the fucking pots, okay? Oh. I want them on T-flicks. I want them on ball tosses from coach to player on the range, okay? I want them tracing every single thing that has a, a, a traceable arc through the sky next year. Strat, this is very, very interesting. Let me throw this at you. Pro Tracer on the club twirl. Oh, Ooh, nice little... Uh... Oh, you gave me a heart a little twister there, a little tornado. Me, on, yeah, on, the, on, the, on the tiger, on the tiger club twirl. Jesus Christ. Give me, all right, you're going to have to go, sir. I need to collect myself real quick. Go ahead, do yours. I think they would be good. <laughs> I mean, of course they'd be fucking good. Everyone would be pregnant after them. But again, I think we're in the fantasy versus reality segment. All right, here's the deal. Guys, that's, that's really fun. That's really fun stuff, okay? But I don't think anything would give us more joy than Tiger Woods coming down the back nine at Augusta, battling Rory, battling Ricky, battling DJ. I mean, it would be the greatest television. If you want to talk about ratings, whether he wins it or not, coming down the stretch, amen corner with all these young guns. And he's fucking firing. I mean, it would be, it would seriously, the world would be tuning in. Mm Mm-hmm. I, uh, so, I just got I'm not going to lie. So, so that's that's all I want. That's all I want out of this year. That's what we want in 2018. How about, you know, the best way to learn and get what you want is to reflect, right? So we've got that's a true. few. We've, we've got two New Year reflections uh, for 2018. My first reflection, I realized this the other day. When, you know, we're trying to make our picks. Strat and I are in the same year-long fantasy league worth a lot of money on the line. Okay. We tried to high get sticks, you in high it. Sticks. I, I haven't picked my team yet, so I can't talk about it yet. Okay. Strat's probably going to use this episode as the basis of picking his team. But anyways. He always, he's always doing that. Yeah. So I realize as we're, we're here trying to pick players, we always talk about this bullshit of like, well, you know, Rory had a lot going on. He had an equipment change. <laughs> he was getting married. He was getting a new contract. He had, like, Jason Day had family issues. Like, not to say that those things aren't real, but is golf the most high-maintenance game in history? 
It's the only game we talk about this stuff. Every professional sport, players have shit going on, but we literally talk about these like three to four things going on in someone's life as to why someone has a bad year. Is golf the most high maintenance game in history? <sighs> wow, hell of a take. Yeah, it's a good take, and I think it's a good take. Strack, you want you go ahead. I think there's a good chance that it could be. I think another sport that dips into the same territory here is uh, cycling. It is a gear-obsessed sport. However, I've always found this interesting about golf, and I think this is why I'm always so impressed with Tiger and actually with Fig Jam. It, you've got guys that are so that, That's Phil Mickelson, for those who don't know. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Starting with the, with the podcast audio glossary. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think what makes their runs and their careers so impressive is because there's so many guys that are so fucking good, and you see it happen all the time where guys get super hot and then they're fucking dead. J-Day is a great example of this. Jordan Spieth, I mean, guy had the year of a lifetime and then petered out by his standards for the next two seasons. We'll see what happens with the pretender, the great pretender, JT. But the fact that these guys wow. can can piece together some of the most incredible golf over a period of two or three months and then they're they're off the face of the earth. I think people are just searching for why the fuck that is. And I don't know if we all have the answer, which is why I think everyone looks to all of these other factors. Um, but, I, I mean, hell of a tick. I just don't know what the fucking answer is. I mean, basically, um, the take is, you, to play your best golf, you shouldn't have anything going on in your life outside of golf. Everything should be perfect. And then you'll play great well, golf. Go- well, guys, I mean, come on. Golf's the hardest sport, right? Let's yeah. just say it. To master yeah. whatever word you want to use. It's an individual sport. What's other individual sports that are tennis? Sure. But, I Pole mean, vaulting? Tom Brady throws a couple of interceptions. Defense plays good. They win the game all as well. Mm. Hit a couple balls OB. Missed the cut. Wow, what's wrong, right? It's just we just look at these guys so differently because there's so much to analyze, right? It's true. That's true. That's very true. And I think it's your point. It's your point. You're, you're right, Ev. I mean, and then we start looking at these other factors that, you know, oh, girlfriend, oh, that's a normal thing, right? Oh, I just had a kid, you know? Oh, he's taking too much vacation time. It's I just mean, the hardest sport mentally. It's you the, heard it's such Kevin a mental Chappell. grind. You heard Chap tell us that he had a hangover to start the year because of his baby girl. Chap attack. Yeah. I mean, Chap that was attack. just one thing. He had a kid, and it was tough. I mean, why? And all the majority of the sports are so reactionary, right? The reaction of the play of, you know, of the moment. I mean, why does one guy shoot? Why does one guy win, win one week and then miss the cut the next? It's just all up there. The head's not right. Yeah, like your boy. It's a mental game. Running. Trevor Roman yeah. wins the Masters, finishes last next the next week. Never hear from him again. Well, you know, fi- well, you know, you, you know, physical injuries can hinder your performance too. But if we want to get into the Trevor Immelman history of the last ten years, I'd be yeah. happy to yeah, offset. No, I think we're probably all right. Yeah, we're okay. yeah I think we're, we're good. Okay. We're because he had right. a great swing. He had a great swing. <laughs> okay. All right, let's maybe okay. move it along. Yeah. Maybe speaking of just... speaking of New Year's uh, reflections, uh, Cermak called me on the on my drive home tonight in that lovely LA traffic in the rain. And gave one of the biggest hot takes I've heard him say. Sir? Yeah, that was a great conversation, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. So, obviously, we saw that, you know, what I like to call the Mercedes championship this past weekend in Hawaii. And DJ just blew away the field, okay? Century Won by eight shots. Champion. Yeah, I know. We know. I still call it the Mercedes. <laughs> Guys, let me, I'll kick this over to you right away. 
I mean, DJ said before the week, he thinks he can win eight times. He, then he goes and wins by eight shots, okay? It's one for one. Does Dustin Johnson have a similar intimidation factor um, that Tiger had in his prime? You know, his physicality, the, the fact that he hit shots that others can't. He's, it feels like he's playing a different golf course, and um, I, I think he does, maybe not to the extent of Tiger, but I think the guys that he plays with and they see what he can do, they know they can't compete. When he's on, you, what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, I think you're on to something. Oh. I think it's an entirely different, wow. different type than what Tiger had. Tiger is a fucking psycho. Yeah. He's got a singular focus on not just winning, but making everybody else look bad. And I fucking love that about him. Mm-hmm. I think DJ is what's intimidating about him is how fucking easy it seems and how care and how uncaring he seems yeah. about things. Kind of goes I mean, along with his attitude and his mantra. Yeah. I mean, I think we were just talking about how it's the most mental game and we're talking with a dude who the guy's house could be on fire or he could have just holed out a 433 yard par four in Hawaii. And I don't think that we're going to see two different looks on his face. I mean, he's stoic, uh, to put it in, in, in nice terms. Mm. And I think that's fucking terrifying when you know that the guy is so athletic. I've never heard guys talk about a golfer in such glowing terms, but also like they're a little bit scared sounding like just the, the way he swings the club, the distances that he hits. I think that they're, they just know they can't compete. They got to just hope that he's, that he's off. Look, all these, I just want to jump in real quick before you give your hot take. Look, all these guys can hit it far, right? But he can hit shots that they can't. I'll just tell you from playing competitively and playing in college, when I was playing with a guy who I thought I was maybe everybody as good as, but he hit it 50 yards by me, you know, and he's hitting every par five and two easily. That gets to you. <laughs> it sure really does. gets to you. Sure it, really, it really does. Um, you could have used clairvoyant out there. No, I'm never going back to him. <laughs> um, but I think so. DJ just when he's on his when he's when they're if you put all their A plus games together, the best players in the world. I don't think he can be touched. I just don't. Ev? Well, I don't necessarily need to uh, support what you're saying because Ricky Fowler did. Ricky yeah, Fowler was no. on the tee box Fair with DJ. They were waiting for the fairway to clear 500 yards down the hill and uh, asked DJ, the camera caught it, are you playing the same golf course as we are? And they had a little chuckle. And then DJ went back to the laser focus slash you don't know where his head's at mode that he gets in. Beyond that, I would say maybe DJ is taking on a Tiger-like lifestyle that we saw revealed during after his win when he went over to kiss his lovely wife, Paulina Gretzky, and Strat confirmed she was too busy signing autographs that he basically had to say, kiss me, damn it, and they had the most awkward win kiss I've ever seen, and he looked back. It was very weird, very awkward, Maybe DJ is dipping in the strange like Tiger was, and uh, <laughs> maybe we should be afraid. Just throwing that out there. That's an interesting tabloid take um, that we easy to do for DJ. All I'm saying is I I I think guys walk on the tee with him when he's playing his game and they're scared. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think we. It seems like we all agree here. Yeah. I still think Tiger. Would be able to Tiger was next. 
Tiger was next level. There's no yeah. doubt. But I- Tiger wanted to kill you. Dustin just wants to get in, grab his paycheck, and then hop on a boat. I, I don't think Spieth or JT intimidate guys. I think no. they, they're, they're incredible no. players. And Spieth's got three majors. I mean, they've got it factors, no doubt. But man, no, they're not intimidating. They are not yeah, Spieth's the guy where you're sitting there wondering how the hell he just won that tournament. Because well, he's right. been spraying it all over the place all day. <laughs> and making 30-footers. Sure. Okay. And I think, Ev, yeah, Ev said JT didn't have a future. No, that was me. Yeah, that, that was, was you. Both that was you, you I both agree. have said it at separate times. Okay. Yeah, the great, the great <laughs> pretender. We'll see what happens. I agree. He got his national championship <laughs> last night. He's not going to be focused. Just throwing that out oh, there. Jesus. Okay. Uh, we've got a, a couple more fun segments, but since we've had some fun at the start, let's give people um, – Let's help them learn a little something, okay? Here's some 2017 stats you didn't know that might inform some of your decisions for thinking about who you like in 2018. Sir, you want to yep. kick it off? Yeah, let's run through this. Just some interesting kind of golf nuts and nerds out there. So 2017 greens and regulation stat, okay? Brooks Kepka, U.S. Open champ, eighth on the money list. He was ranked number 108 greens and regulation from the fairway. Shocking stat. Jesus Christ. Now, wow. doesn't does seem that, right. Does doesn't that make seem you right. like him more because he had that kind of year without hitting greens, or does that is that a red flag? Um, not sure. The guy is a U.S. Open champ. It's just mind-boggling to me. <laughs> <laughs> the little giggle. Yeah, it, kills me. it kills me. I literally wait every episode just to hear that. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. Um, okay, I got I got one for you. I got one for you. Go ahead. This should come as no surprise. In 2016-2017 season, there were 29 drives that were 400 yards or more. And, big surprise, five of them were by DJ himself. So this is this is the most drives over 400 yards that there have ever been in a season of uh, PGA Tour golf. Um, another that's, little interesting That's 17%. Anecdote. Clairvoyant just texted me. He still oh, is. He is a numbers guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a numbers he guy. He told me 17%. Well, he's technically a numbers guy. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Another interesting tidbit. Speaking of DJ, uh, he claims that he has never swung 100% as hard as he can on a drive ever. Not on the practice range, <laughs> not in a tournament, ever. He, he thinks that he probably at most is getting into the 80, 85 percentage. And I also watched him poke a few 330-yard drives out and claim that those were just stock fairway finders, well, just your classic 330-yard fairway finder. Well, I, I don't, I can't sense your tone, Strat, but I believe him 100%. <laughs> no pun intended. I, so do I. I. I believe him too. It's fucking Because nobody's, nobody swings 100% in a tournament. Oh. No, now, he's whether not even he's saying d- that he's done it ever. Well, that's, you know, I don't know what, you know... He, Maybe that's a little bit of a stretch, but nobody swings 100%. It's just stupid. Of course not, but I'm telling you that the guy claims he's never done it ever, not even for fun, not even when he's fucking around with his buddies. Wow. He's probably yeah, he's probably claimed a lot of things he hasn't done. But yeah. no, I mean, the guy's the guy's good. <laughs> um, good point. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, good. You know, Go ahead, Term. The one I, I love this one because, you know, you know, we never talk about the European tour, but how about this? 2017 European tour money list race to Dubai. Jay Rose, your boy, Ev mm-hmm. guy plays in 12 events. And he's second on the money list or the European tour order of merit, as we like to say. Um, I think that's pretty fantastic. I think he was 15 on the PGA money list last year and second 
on the European Tour list. The guy's unbelievable. Had the hottest fall of anyone. Yep, absolutely. Okay, okay. here's mine. So you think Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Tony Finau are due for big years because of what you heard from the fortune teller? Uh, yeah. Keep an eye on Luke List. Maybe I should have asked him this. He averages more distance off the tee than all three of them. He made more eagles than DJ and Rory. He was number one on tour in eagles. And he hits more greens than Hideki Matsuyama, John Rahm, and Justin Rose. So you're basically, Ev, you're a better putter than he is, is what you're saying. Well, I don't know if I told you about this new tip that Larry Which told me. Which is not great. Putter. Uh, Which is not great. Look out. Look out on the greens. It's the year of putts made for Ev. Famous last words. Yeah. Ev, I think that's interesting because actually lists, if you look at Luke List's stats, they're similar to Kepka. The guy doesn't really hit a lot of greens. The guy doesn't hit a lot of fairways. Not as good as Kepka, but it's an interesting tale. I like it. I like it. Yeah, but if you think of Matsuyama, Rahm, and Rose as ball strikers, he hits more greens than them? Yeah. Mats- no, yeah Matsuyama no, that's- also can't putt. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, can't putt. All right, let's move on to a fun segment. This is brand new. Because, you know, New Year, New Us. This is called Master Bachelor, okay? I know a lot of our golf fan listeners out there maybe got a gal in the car. Maybe they watch The Bachelor themselves. You know I run a fantasy league for it. A lot of cash on the line. In maybe spirit, they don't. Maybe they don't. <laughs> but maybe, maybe they don't. But maybe they've heard of The Bachelor. Everyone knows someone Absolutely. that watches The Absolutely. Bachelor. And in the spirit of the premiere a couple weeks ago, and any excuse to talk the Masters, because we are previewing the new year. We're going to pick four guys, okay? So villain, two people you love, and one that will fall apart or make a scene at the Masters 2018. Oh, I need, okay. I need to buckle, run. Buckle up. Do I need to start it off? Go ahead. Yeah. You're charged up. All right, I'm charged up. You know, we're talking back. All right. Villain, Sergio Garcia, reigning champion. Guys, let's be real. The guy got his major. The monkey's off his back. We don't want to see him win another. Let's be honest. The guy's married. He's happy. He's complacent. I said this on Twitter. Got a couple snarky comments back. I don't think he's ever going to win again. Okay? Definitely not a major. I mean, I know he won a couple uh, tournaments in Europe afterwards. But when it comes to the big tournaments on the PGA Tour, I don't see him contending. He just changed to Callaway. I don't know how he's going to handle the club change. Tell you what, I don't think it's going to be good. Sergio being there at the Masters, he's my villain. Okay? We've had enough. Two people I love equally that I've fallen in love with. Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy. Honestly, who do you root for to win the Masters? Rory's going to complete that career grand slam. Spieth potentially win another green jacket. After blowing a couple, obviously I think we're all going to go for Spieth, but that would be one hell of a love tale at the end. And who do I think is going to fall apart drunk or make a scene on Sunday? I'm going to say John Rahm. Okay? He was contending last year as a rookie, PJ Tour rookie. And let's be honest, I could see John Rahm throwing a little fit around uh, Amen Corner, maybe making a divot in one of the perfect greens. The Whoa. patrons maybe throw a folding chair at him, let him know where he's at, and I could see him falling apart. I just Now it's now it's WWF. Yeah. That, that's that's my master bachelor picks right there. Hell yes, brother. 
<laughs> All right, sir. Um, you know, I, I'm a big, I'm really a big fan of the show here. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna go. The ultimate Masters villain is Bubba Watson. The guy's won two Masters. He's the worst Masters champ in the history of the tournament. Oh wow! And he's really not only is he disliked, mo- um, very unpopular player. His game is really fallen. He's like 35 in the Ryder Cup standing. Nobody roots for the guy. I don't even think people from Florida root for the guy. He's just, the guy's a joke. Always a villain. Worst champ. Lovers? Dude, it's it's Kuchar and Ricky. Okay? I think these these are two guys. Well, how can you not love that smile, Matt Kuchar? That's a ping pong game. But... Plus, Ricky, he can walk I mean, 36 we, holes with those Skechers. And how about Ricky's Hawaii, Hawaiian shirt this past week? How good mm. was that? What a dream. God, it must be from California or something. I don't know. But I think I think the lovers are Kucha and Ricky. They're just very likable guys, and they, they haven't won the major, right? I mean, are we, we're pulling hard for these two. Okay. Fall apart? Fall apart? It's Pat Perez. I made the hot take earlier. Oh. This is... <laughs> the guy's playing great. What was he 10th on the money list last year? He's off to a great start 2018. Um, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna compete, but he's he's gonna fall apart on Sunday and uh, it's not gonna be pretty. <laughs> you know, that checks out. So, you could totally see Pat Perez being on the bachelor or bachelorette, I guess, and getting too drunk night one, falling apart, just like he potentially will on Sunday at the Masters. Yeah, kinda like, you know, breaking a table in butler in the butler cabin or sure. something like that and just kinda not being asked back. Um so Strack, go ahead. Okay, I liked it all the way up until Pat Perez. Um, I got. Uh, I like him. I like him. But I just, okay, so I'm another big uh, like sir. I'm a big Bachelor guy. I never miss an episode <laughs> of The Batch. I'm. Uh, Sorry, cousin. I'm always in. I'm on the couch on Wednesdays when it airs. Yeah, Mondays. Anyways, <laughs> oh Mondays. So my villain is <laughs> my villain's Patrick Reed. Shocked no one chose him already. Um, he's he is. He might just switch to Nike. Yeah, switch to Nike, and he's going to be wearing red on Sunday, as he always does. Are you fucking shitting me? Oh, he didn't hear this. So Strat's been a little out of the loop. Whoa. Oh, it's, wow. Switch okay. to Nike. All right. I, it's a thinning clothing line. It's, it helps him thin. Yeah, it's, it's for athletes. Yeah, it's designed by athletes. Uh-huh. Tested in the field. Anyhow, for athletes. Uh, Patrick Reed, probably the world's best villain of all time. He's uh-huh. the guy that he's he's good and he's an asshole and it's the worst combination and it's not a team sport so you can't even like him if he's on your team i guess in, in writer cup writer cup yeah yeah you're right you're right sure. you're right but he's going to be the villain our lovers talk about a throwback okay it's the rerun we've all been waiting for oh tiger and phil oh cue oh, the piano wow yeah. can you imagine how wet jim nancy's balls are going to get if tiger and fig jam are are hunting for victory Come, gonna come to, they're going to have to go to a commercial break. There's <laughs> not many of those. There's not enough pimento cheese sandwiches to mop that mess up. So I'm going Tiger and Phil for the lavas. And for fall apart, make a scene. Everyone's uncomfortable. People are snapping pics and everyone wants to leave. I got Rory. Okay. I don't know what happened to this guy. Oh, wow. Um, but You're such a hater of him. Yeah. You know what? I want him to be good, and he consistently disappoints me. And the amount of times that I've picked him for a fucking golf pool and just been left with tears and regret has been too many to remember. Wow. I he's think won he's, four, be, he's won four majors. 
Yeah, they like to say that. I can't fucking remember the last one. <laughs> However, he's gonna. He, this is what's gonna make it all the worse is that he's gonna have an incredible three rounds. He's gonna be primed on moving day. A slight falter. He'll probably be sitting in third, about four strokes back. We're gonna see a a, a, a fall apart that we've never seen before. It's gonna make Jordan Speak look like fucking JV ball. Okay. It's. I mean, he might. He might soil himself. I don't know. This has been a very very descriptive segment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Soiling the Master Bachelor. Pimento. Let's let's finish this episode with the hot take that Brandel Strats boy yeah. just threw out on Twitter. I think it was today, right? Yeah, it was today. It was today. Where he said DJ's drive where he drove it 433 yards and almost hold out at Kapalua. Well, well, not almost hold out. He put it to 10 inches. I think it might have been less. Was it 10 inches? <laughs> I would I'd like, qualify I mean, it as a nearly holding it. Yeah, holding I thought out. it was a it few was, inches. was less than a foot. We'll just less than it. a foot. Okay, that's fair. Uh, was the best golf shot ever hit? Wow. Well, I mean, look. I mean, if, if anybody who's listening hasn't seen the shot, Go take a look. Yeah, it's a fantastic shot. Unbelievable. No, but it's definitely not the best shot ever hit. Well, and I think that just we're, we're, what context are we in, right? I think Brandel just took, I think Abby, you and I were talking earlier, he took a Skip Bayless kind of take, right? Yeah, Sensational he's, he's journalism. Mr. Skip Bayless. He, yeah, which is <laughs> tough to see sometimes. Um, <laughs> is it? Is he wrong? No. Is it? Is it a effective opinion could he make the case yes is he making the case on twitter and we've been tweeting at him all day yeah um but come on right it's not the best shot ever but i guess there's the most skilled shots we've ever seen and then there's like the most timely pressure shots we've ever seen but i just think he's it's just a hot take to stir up it to his twitter feed and then he blocks them you know <laughs> well this Big is the block, this is the reasoning he said that hitting it long and straight is the hardest shot in golf and considering yeah, he's the number one player in the world with the tournament on the line, on the back nine, to have that shot makes it the best shot ever hit. And my point that I tweeted out today was, let's be honest, the guy's frame allows him to – he's a freak. He's a freak of well, nature. Well, not necessarily. I mean, he's got – I'm not going to discount his talent and his mechanics, but his frame allows him to do things that other people can't. And we well, know that hitting long well, and straight – is what DJ is all about. There's a lot of guys to, that are built. Like, no, there's guys that are built like him. I mean, not many. There's a lot of tall, strong, lean guys out there. Okay. Well, maybe we should have another episode where Serm lists out those guys that are built like DJ. But my point is, is that he hit it in a certain line. It hit a hump and it happened to roll down a hill and go less oh. than a foot to the hole. That is not a so that's interesting, right? skilled yeah. shot. Yeah. I agree with you. So, do you Strat, have a better Strat, shot than that in mind? Well, I think we, I, I think we do, but Strat, I think you're chomping at the bit. Go ahead. Uh, okay, Randall's <laughs> a fuckwit. We all know this. I mean, you know, he, I kind of, I, I like the guy. I've gained a lot of respect for him, but that's a different kind. Right. That's a different Sir loves Brandel. Jesus Christ. Okay, I think the fucking waistcoat was a little too tight when he decided to peck this one out on his oh. phone. Oh. I can think of at least two tiger shots. And we're talking full iron shots on Sunday to win ma to win matches that are more impressive than the drive. The drive is fucking psychotic. Let's not like it's an unbelievable shot, and the fact that 
people that don't even know about golf know about this shot speaks to to how good it is. But there's a huge element of luck of the draw because we saw dudes driving that green all all tournament, and sometimes they roll off the green to the right, sometimes they roll off short. And that's he, a really good point. He hit he hit the he hit the, an incredible shot that happened to also have a tremendous amount of luck involved and a great pin placement. And the guy nearly had one of the most incredible home ones of all time. But I don't yeah. think it's the greatest shot ever. But it's before a we get into an insane shot, but not the. I mean, Brando's got to believe in his mind that it isn't the best shot. I think it's it's just taking a hot take just to stir up. He's trying to be Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. He's a fucking Skip Bayless. And it pisses Strat off more than the next guy. It's <laughs> true, guys. What a way to start right. off the year. Little. Uh, little preview for the 2018. You guys have any uh, golf goals? Everybody's trying to get better out there. You guys have any goals for your game? I mean, Strat's playing more golf than anybody. Strat, you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I got baby number two on the way, so I'm really trying to front load my 2018. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going for uh, – thanks. I'm going for uh, lo- getting the handicap down to a five. That would be my golf goal. What are you at right now? Six? Six eight, I believe, is the okay. official CGA. I guess my goal is m- more mechanical. I am my goal is to be able to trust myself to use my lower body to start the downswing. Interesting. Oh, okay. For, a little metaphysical. I mean, for, yeah, a little metaphysical. Um, a little personal. Um, I mean, just for consistency reasons, something I'm really working on. That's that's my goal for 2018. Okay. Okay, I got a process and I got a results goal. Process oh, goal. <laughs> Process goal. I want to get better at chipping. I want to figure out different options with different clubs. Just feel better, more armed around the greens. And number two, I want to fucking contend at the member guest at Meadowbrook Country Club in St. Louis. Ooh. First Ooh. year I'm being brought in as the guest. $1,000 a player. Winners get you 16 You want to get to grand. that horse race. Uh, we got a practice round, dinners, poker nights every night, and a shootout partner with a gallery uh partner match on sunday i want to be there to contend ev who's your partner uh have you heard of him ryan winehouse oh wow former top amateur player in missouri i don't know if you've heard of him well member guest play is is certainly interesting i think a topic for another episode but i think you can do it ev all right all right well 2018 is going to be a good year we got some big interviews on the horizon. Uh, we're going to take um, a little bit of a different approach on some episodes. A lot of podcasts out there just focus on events. We might do some deep dives on some players, the guys you love the most, give you some uh, backstories and deep dives on those guys. And who knows? Maybe more fortune tellers. We'll see. Clairvoyant. He knows. He knows if he's coming back. We'll see if he is. He okay. knows though. It'll be interesting to see what kind of feedback we get from the listeners about um, his performance and overall style. Yeah, I think I don't know what's going on with Serm and Clairvoyant, but uh, I only there's expect positive some, feedback. So. There's some bad blood. Clearly, that was tense. <laughs> this is great. We're kicking it off, boys. Here we go. 2018. All right, new year, new us. Let's go. Thank you.